James here, and welcome to the James Cast and a visit to the archives. Well, this is part three of my e-waste, e-recycling series. All of it involves Stuart Fleming. All of it involves EnviroServe.org right here in the United Arab Emirates, the world's leading, one of the world's leading, if not largest e-waste, e-recycler, e-processor. Yeah, it's really cool. Part one was the beginning. Part two was the acceleration. Part three is wow. Part three is a 2020 conversation I had with Stuart, that's Stuart Fleming, right before e-waste day. It's, it's incredible. It truly is incredible to hear what EnviroServe is doing, to hear the story of the evolution of EnviroServe from Stuart, and it just brings a smile to your face. You know, you know that feeling when you just kind of go, we're doing something right. We have the opportunity to do something right just because it's the right thing to do. You're gonna love it. Hey, you know what? Enough of me jabbering on. Let's dive into it. This is part three of my e-waste, e-recycling series. It's all fueled by EnviroServe.org. And this is a conversation with Stuart Fleming. And the, the question then always becomes, well, how'd you get into this 15 years ago, right? Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? it was uh, and, and you were right there. You picked up on it uh, um, on the very early days, James. Um, I don't know whether, where, where it was or through who and what that uh, you came to understand about EnviroServe in those, uh, in those early days. But, um, uh, you know, it, it all made a difference. Those, yeah. uh, those, um, those various hour or twos in the evening that we spent <laughs> chatting about this crazy thing called collecting mobile phones. Um, you know, look what, it's, uh, look what it's ended up as, and it's well, been an amazing journey. Stuart, why did you start in the first place? What was the bug that got into you to say, okay, I want to go down this road of, of e-waste? Yeah, you know, over the years, it's become, um, it's become prevalent that my brain works in a very, very uh, interesting way as regards ideas. I mean, I've just popped an idea to you today, which yeah. is which, which came to me uh, yesterday, and um, environment was something that uh, came to me uh, as regards the refrigerant gas, which was the mm. original uh, concept of of Enviroserve, was the recovery and reclaiming of refrigerant gas, and um, and from then onwards, it was anything environmental, wherever the idea came from, yeah. uh, whether it was through global corporates that I understood in America or in the U.S. or in, uh, sorry, or in, in Europe, where uh, the, the the industry was uh, was stable and, and set, established, or it was uh, a magazine where I first saw that a mobile phone, hand in your broken <laughs> mobile phone, you get a few pounds for it, which made me think, well, there must be something in this. And thus started the, uh, the electronic waste side of things with those very first mobile phones. It's, it's, it's 2020. Wow. When you look back and you look at this road that we've gone, I mean, from where you started with EnviroSurf to where we are today, we're, like, we're sitting in this, the first time I've ever been to this facility, it's brand new. It, it, it blows my mind. We've walked through, I've, I've seen the sorting, I've seen the crushing, I've, I've had a talk with, with the folks about you know, cleaning refrigerant gas. And I, the, the whole time, my mouth's wide open and I'm just going, wow, wow. 
what, what goes through your mind as you think about all this? Well, Brian Wilkie and I have been together through this journey uh, of 16 years together. And um, we're, we're akin to many things. And the biggest thing to both of us in those early days in 2004 was the UAE needed something green. Not just mm. talking about it, not just consulting, but actually doing something about the environment within which we, we, we live and, and operate. Um, Brian and I have been here a long time. This is our home. The UAE is home to many, many millions of people. And Brian and I uh, were certainly of, of an agreement that something had to happen on the green uh, initiative. So that started uh, in Varasov, and uh, the journey has been longer than expected. <laughs> it's been... Uh, what, what got in the way of, I mean, at, at, when, you, when you think of the early days, you and Brian, and you're talking about this, and you're starting things going, and, and you know, there's, there's uptake. People are listening. People are joining in. They're saying, yeah, we got to do this. But you're, you, you said, I mean, even today when we, we look at the stats, you know, 2019, 17.4% e-waste is actually being recycled or reused that's a lot that isn't what from your perspective and you know obviously we situate ourselves here in the uae mm. what has slowed things down in, in yeah. your mind i think what's let's work on what's 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 sped it up a bit mm -hmm. is that in 2004 there was no environment manager or a csr director there was no such uh, beast in, in, in big corporates. and So, so who did you have to talk to to get people to buy in? Th that's right, the general manager or the uh. warehouse guy or whatever it was going, hey, we can save you money. That was mm. the, uh, the motto of Enviroserve in those <laughs> days was Enviroserve, saving you money, which we were doing with the refrigerant gas. When it came to the electronic waste, we had um, the warehouse person or we had an OEM, an original equipment manufacturer, driving things forward. So that sped things up. The minute we opened our doors to electronic waste, the solution was available to mm. the, uh, the major manufacturers going, this is now a compliant process. There's something that has is, uh, that is started. Um, and what the, what the UA needs, because we are, as you said, we're here in the UA, what we need now is that uh, developed um, countries' regulations and legislation enforced. Mm. You know... The, remember the old days when uh, there was no traffic cameras? Yeah. But the speed limit was 120, <laughs> but nobody did 120. So we, we, as, we, we, are, we are humans, and unless there is some enforcement and there is some, um, uh, some, some regulations in place, we'll do 160 on the motorway, but with cameras every half kilometre, everybody's doing 120 or 140. Mm. So the same thing with electronic waste. Uh, what sped it up has been awareness about e-waste globally amongst uh, the big corporates. And what slowed it down is this continual sort of trade rather than a proper compliant processing. Uh, so okay. that's, what we're, that's what we're tackling right now. And that's where the government has turned uh, uh, to us. Um, the then Minister of Environment, um, His Excellency Dr. Tani El Zayudu, who's now the uh, Minister of State for Foreign Trade, saw this facility just after he'd come back from Davos and mentioned us in Davos at the Economic oh, Forum fantastic. in Davos, saying there's, we have a 39,000 tonne plant now for electronic waste. And when he saw it, like everybody, their eyes are wide open going, this is fantastic, this is sustainability. And mm. this is at the core of, of strategy 2021, Expo 2020, et cetera, et cetera. So these things are speeding it up. When, when I walk around this plant, 
there aren't too many plants like this around the world. Like you are one of, of uh, really a handful of yep. organizations that are doing this. Yeah, there's only six of these globally. And we're the only one in the Middle East, Africa, Caucasus and subcontinent uh, Asia. So the nearest one is Hong Kong or the nearest one is Germany. Um, so that was all part of the plan and the strategy was, was to be first to market. Mm-hmm. First to market is always important. Um, capture that, uh, that bound, the boundaries, which are the Middle East, Africa and the Caucasus primarily. And the idea of building this as a project started in 2014. And in parallel... Um, off we went to Africa and explored, uh, explored Africa and put the, uh, the hub and spoke system together. So what you see here is, as we call it, the recycling hub and uh, the hub and spoke logistics system from my old days of DHL <laughs> and Brian's old days of Memo Express are still alive. So those spokes in Kenya, Rwanda, tremendous stories, fantastic stories of, of developing those uh, operations uh, from Cape Town to Tbilisi. Those are our, our spokes, and uh, they continue to, to feed the, the, the hub here in uh, UAE. One of the things that I found really exciting is the reuse side of things. Now, obviously, there are organizations like Apple who do not want their products to, to leave the recycling plant in a full form. They want it broken down, and, and that's great. But there are other people who are, are sending product in who are saying, hey, if it can be recycled, you know, some of the banks are sending in computers, you wipe them, you, you know, do everything to put it back into a running order. And they said, hey, we, we want this to be used again. And the, the ability you have through your hub and spoke system to not only recycle and bring in recyclable products, but to bring in products to reuse and then using that system, getting them to people and organizations and countries that benefit from this technology that they wouldn't otherwise be able to get, afford, or have. It's, yes. it's pretty exciting. It is. It's, uh, it, it's another twist to the whole environmental and sustainability yeah. is, is, is the reuse. <laughs> and um, it's a growing, developing global industry, uh, subtitled ITAD, ITAD, uh, for the disposition of, of, of assets that are, that are still uh, valuable mm. to somebody somewhere. And uh, we, 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 we've um, we, we implemented a, a formal process uh, years ago on this. Um, we have the dealer network now, and we're, every single container that goes out of, of reusable, refurbished uh, laptops, I know somebody's going to benefit from that somewhere in the world, and I'm happy about it. You've got the biggest smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice balance between commercialization of, of uh, recycling, which is a difficult model. I mean, really. I mean, I don't, I don't think, when I think of recycling, I don't think of that commercialization mm. side of it. And when I do think of it ever so briefly, the complications of it. It is. It's very complicated. And that, that's the recipe. That's the, uh, that's the mix that's in the kitchen. And we've got that mix and that recipe correct so much so that we've got countries uh, coming to Enviroserv saying, not only do you like your ethos and your, uh, the way that you do business, but uh, you've got a really good recipe, a dynamic and vibrant and unique method uh, of baking that cake. And uh, we've got countries uh, that are, 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 are coming to us saying, can we have your name on our, on our building in, in so-and-so country? Wow. So, you that's got to make, make you really feel good. Yeah, there's a little bit of a shiver down my spine <laughs> of, of that, that type of thing. But, um, you know, we've got a great team here that are supporting, uh, supporting each other. 
and that's where it all starts, uh, James. Is is the people that that are here, and uh, it's been um, it's been a, a long process uh, where you've got to balance that economy um, mm. between this this environmental sustainability sure. economic cycles that have gotten in the way, and yeah. and we we've both seen companies come and go in those economic cycles. What you're doing, like you said, it slows down a little bit, mm-hmm. but it managed to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's you know, two thousand and seven or eight, we had a bit of a a, yeah. a, a bumpy ride. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a bumpy ride with uh, with um, with the, uh, the current situation here, COVID and, and made the strong survive. And uh, yeah. good, you know, hats off to those that uh, that will make it through and uh, and and uh, adapt. And that's what it's all about. Is uh, the team here adapted in March on March the twenty first, to be exact? I remember that meeting. And the adapt, ad, adapting to the, the situation was immediate, and uh, you could see it on the bottom line. Where do you see things going? I mean, uh, you know, when we look at the stats, I, I was really surprised, actually, when I was looking at, you know, e-waste day, and this is only the second international e-waste day. I mean, I, I, I still can't, I, I thought, oh, okay, well, we're looking at 2020, and it said, yeah, the second. And I'm going, What? <laughs> <laughs> this is what's speeding it up. Finally, the world's waking up to the actual um, errors of their ways in, yeah. in throwing away e-waste and what the damage has caused. And it's the same with many things. You know, the, thank goodness we've got um, chemists and, uh, and and technical people creating these beautiful machines that mm. have done so. They've, they've sent us to the moon and back. They're yeah. sending us to places that we've uh, you know, we've yet to discover. Um, and that technology is, 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 is incredulous, it's fast moving, um, but there's got to be the back end of those scientists saying, what do we do and how do we, uh, how yeah. do we, uh, how do we get that stuff back? When I'm thinking, my brain's thinking, what about all that e-waste that's uh, floating around us in well, space? Exactly. How am I going to collect that? <laughs> Any ideas out there? More than welcome, James. I, I, I want to I stay with that for just a second and, sure. and sort of look into the future is, you know, we, we, like I said, we only about 18% of e-waste mm. is actually being recycled, reused. Where, what do you see, where do you see things going to help people to actually start acting on this reusing and recycling in oh. the e-waste I think, uh, I think this current uh, COVID situation has woken a lot of people up to all sorts of different things. Mm. And um, I think the, the, the world is waking up to, we cannot carry on with this imbalance. Uh, people talk circular economy. Uh, and they talk about uh, the circular economy is the manufacture of a product, the capture of that product, the fact that it goes to a, a, a resource treatment plant, which is what we are, and we need more of those. That's what's going to increase the 17% is resource treatment facilities like ours, not waste management. Mm. Waste management is managing waste. Resource treatment is the new way to go. And getting back to the uh, what's got to change is is that this has woken up, COVID has woken people up to, we cannot continue to be unsustainable in an economy. Mm. Because circular economy has two words, circular, we've got. Where in the, in the definition of circular economy of manufacture, recycle, put back into manufacturing, where's the word economy? There's one thing we've forgotten about, is the financial circular right. economy. We haven't been financially circular for many, many years. Mm. We're, we're manufacturing more money than the actual sovereign that it's based on yeah. of each country. So it's a, it's a very 
topical discussion of where economy comes into circular economy, but it's one that I'm fairly strong on, is that everybody's economy is based on a sovereign. If you don't have that sovereign wealth, the value of that dollar or that, uh, that, that currency shouldn't be there. Yeah. It's being printed. And that's not circular. So we've got to combine finance into our circular economy. I guess the, the more we start you know, coming, coming to plants like yourself, like what you guys have here at EnviroServe and, and bringing people in, bringing the kids in who are using all these electronic devices and they start seeing where it's going and what we can do with it, I guess that's what really starts to kickstart the, the, the whole process as well. And, and as they start putting the, the, the economy together with you know, the, the spending economy and the investing economy and the buying economy and the, hold on, there's a recycle, reuse and, and uh, you know, resource reclaiming economy all built into this. And it I guess to be. Um, you know, e-waste globally, the figures are out every, every year that the volumes yeah. are increasing more than any other waste stream globally. Yeah. Forget paper and plastic. E-waste is, is by far the largest growing um, waste stream in the world. And why? You know, when you and I grew up, there was a telephone. That's it. There was a, one TV and a radio, and, and that was in a record player at, at yeah. home. Now, every, every room has got uh, three or four screens of some kind. And they know. all deteriorate. They all break down. They, you know. They manufactured to break. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do you do with it? And I mean, it's, it's funny because you're downstairs and you got all those computers that you're recycling. I probably have a stack of those sitting at home right now. Yeah. I mean, I, in fact, I do. I know yeah. I've got, Everybody. I've got eight different computers that are all piled up. And my wife always says, when are we going to get rid of these? And, I, and it's funny because I always say, you know, I, I think EnviroServe takes those. And then it's like, yeah, I got to get in touch with them. And then I close the door and they're still in there. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, I think for me, and I think this is for a lot of people, it's like, I know you're here and we know that there's there's services out there, but don't remember, oh yeah, okay, how do we get in touch? How do we do this? And, and it's so simple. It is, it is very simple. And Leia Sano is working very hard with his team to, to access yeah. um, those consumers. Because uh, we talked about where, where product comes from. We've got those OEMs who, mm-hmm. uh, um, who insist on a, on a compliant, secure process. Uh, chain of custody, which we have completely down to the fact that you can uh, sit in your office um, in wherever you are in the world and you can watch your product online being yeah. processed here at, uh, at TRH. That's so pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's, it's, uh, it was a, a, a dynamic shift in the movement to uh, TRH, to yeah. the recycling hub here. The second level is obviously the end user, right, who has those products that you see downstairs yeah. that are turned over every three to five years. Yeah. And then the third and largest is the domestic market your vacuum cleaners your washing machines See, i always forget about those oh man and there's a lot of those <laughs> and that's where Laius and his team are working hard to uh, to to um to allow those domestic users access easily mm. to the enviroserve services and that's a difficult logistics uh, um, uh, equation you know a vacuum cleaner doesn't have much value to it for a for a precious metals or, or metallic content it's a lot of plastic mm. and therefore the cost to collect a, a vacuum cleaner from uh, uh, from somebody is is very high so it's an equation that needs to be to be balanced and i know Laius is working hard to uh, to bring that to the uae and uh, from that model we'll extend that uh, to our uh, operations globally as we become more attuned to recycling reusing and and taking these components i mean the precious metals are are one but the the plastic components have some value as well and and as we find new uses for them or new processes to 
take that recycled plastic and, and reconstitute it in some way. I guess that puts you kind of at the forefront because you're constantly talking with those researchers, with those innovators, with those inventors who are looking at process to say, take the plastic from a vacuum cleaner and you know, do something with it to make it work again. You've come on to a very interesting point, James, is that, uh, yeah, there's scientists and tech- technology out there, not in manufacturing a different type of plastic, but also and then they're, they're looking at how we recycle that. So we've yeah. come full circle as regards just... Uh, those scientists and wonderful uh, technicians and engineers who produce the different types of plastic to now those amazing people with amazing brains going, well, let's design the technology to recycle that product. <laughs> and it's coming across our desk as, as, a, um, as one of the top six uh, wow. uh, in, our, in the world. Um, you know, there's only six of these facilities globally, as I mentioned. And, and uh, so these, these type of technologies are being introduced to us from Canada Funny enough. Funny enough. <laughs> All the way through to, uh, you know, Australia. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing the, uh, the, the growth. And this is, spe- again, speeding things up. And 17% is a terrible figure, I yeah. think, in, in 2020, where uh, the damage to the, to, to the globe uh, environmentally, to people's health, is so large that we all must wake up um, a lot quicker to, uh, to what the damage that washing machine or, or that mobile phone is, is doing to our planet. We cannot continue to sustain anything above a 60-40 relationship with Mother Nature. We should be only taking 40% and recycling 60% in urban mining. Anything more than 40% that we're taking out of, out of Mother Nature, she has no chance of recovering. Mm. 60-40. <laughs> How far off do you think we are? Where do you, where do you, where do you look at? I mean, we know where we are at one point. Where, where do you see things going in the next five years? Do we're, you, in, we're in the 70s and 80s, you know, and, and, and that's a, a terrible figure to be at, that we're, we're removing from nature more than, we can, uh, more than she can uh, um, uh, heal. Mm. Uh, you know, everybody's amazed and seen the videos of, of um, the sea. Yeah. Um, in one respect of how much tonnage of, of products of waste is in the sea, but also during COVID, during the lockdown, of all these animals and these uh, sea creatures that are suddenly reappearing in, in clearer, clearer seas. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> and that's how quick nature can, can recover. Yeah. But she ain't going to recover if we're taking more than, more than 40% as quickly. One of the things Leia said when I, when I spoke to him was we need a little bit of a kick. And, and one of the kicks that, that he mentioned, and it, it didn't even dawn on me, is how easy it is right now to just to dispose of stuff. So landfill, where a whole bunch of this technology ends up, just because it's simple to walk out to the skip and throw in my water cooler and walk away, because it's only, especially in our country, it's what, 10 durhams, a ridiculous number for a ton or several tons of waste. And, and his, his, you know, his prescription is, well, let's make it really expensive to put stuff into landfill, which obviously fills in nicely with the 60-40 split. And in doing that, it's going to force us to start thinking twice about how we're using products, how we're reusing products, how we're disposing of products, and could have this monumental shift. And, and maybe COVID-19, with all the, you know, the negative things that it's doing, as you said, is getting us to think more. Monumental shift, absolutely. You know, the world and humans sometimes need to make that dynamic change. They need a monumental shift uh, of of perception, of understanding, of uh, of realization, 
uh, what damage this is. Um, this is this is has an effect on on the earth uh, yeah. and on us as humans. And Laius is right. He's he keeps banging on about the uh, the, the, the the low cost to yeah. throw something away. It's illogical. Um, the logic has been proven globally that uh, the higher the price of throwing something away the more a human will adapt to saying well it has some value and it should be uh, and i'm not going to pay that much to 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 dump it into a landfill i'd rather make sure it goes to a a processor and uh, Mm. get it done logic I got to say, you know, we've been talking on and off or we have, we haven't spoken in a few years, I got to say, and I don't know why that is. I don't know how we, how we, how we lost track, but we're we're back talking now. And I I remember (laughs) those first conversations and this has been a lot of fun. And I, 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 you know what, you know what leaves me, Stuart, as we're we're having this conversation is hope, hope and in a, in a good way. And I don't mean, you know, just, but it really, it's the, what you've put together here, what your team has put together here, it really it, it creates, there's hope and there's opportunity. And from innovation to experiment to just ideas, it, it's a very exciting time to be doing what you're doing. Thanks, James. Hope, hope is there. Belief is what's kept us all going here. Belief in the idea, belief in logic. Uh, again, I use that word because uh, the UAE is a wonderful country to, to operate a, a, con- a company in to start a company and to grow it. I'm a strong believer in, in what uh, His Highness Sheikh uh, Mohammed Al Maktoum always says, uh, is that build it and people will come. Mm. Uh, it's been a, a, a mainstay <laughs> in the whole... You've embraced it. I have. I've embraced it and, uh, and, and it works. And it's, so it's been a delight to, uh, to, to form this hub for the UAE, create a legacy. Brian and I have created another legacy. I mean, he's, he's known for his legacies, Brian, and uh, yeah. uh, to... Uh, to have been uh, with Brian for, for 16, 17 years and learning from him um, has been an amazing journey as well. Stuart, thank you very much. James, good to see you. Well, there we go. Part one done, part two done, and part three of my e-waste, e-processing, e-recycling series is a wrap www.enviroserve.org is where you can find out more about everything Stuart Fleming has been talking about. We kicked off in 2007, we jumped into 2010, and we finished things off 2020. Wow. (laughs) What a conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed having these conversations. I can't say enough about the folks over at EnviroServe really really great group of people doing great things go check them out do the right thing when it comes to your e-waste enviroserve.org check them out share the links to all of the podcasts i'm doing here but you know make sure you share these three with anyone who's using an electronic device i think you can change people's lives and you can change the world one electronic device at a time i believe that James at thejamescast.com. If you want to send me an email, send me a comment, find me across all of the socials at thejamescast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Arches Audio for the theme music. Share the link. So long for now.